You're listening to Metal and High Heels, the official podcast from the magazine about metal, lifestyle, and entertainment. Hello, this is Pia and you're listening to the Metal and High Heels podcast. Hey there, this is Kiki. Welcome to the Metal and High Heels podcast. What's your first, uh, what comes to your mind when you think about leaf size? Uh... Metal female voices fest. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of CDs from them. Uh, when the band started in, I think, 2004, um, I bought the single Into Your Light and also the album Love Lorn. And from then on, I bought every single and every album until Melusine, that is the last one that I have. Um, I think the album after that came out after Melusine was Mirror Deed. Mm-hmm. But let's start with the very first album. And there, I I will mention Nightwish a lot today, I think, because um, I think it's kind of the same like in Nightwish that the first album is so different from all the other albums because it's so experimental. Mm -hmm. They still have these folkish elements in the successors, but um, Lovelorn is kind of outstanding because it is purer and they don't have so much symphonic elements in it they they already have ballads and um the the more powerful songs which they have on every album but yes still with less um they don't use so many instruments or i don't know the production is already good because Alex has his own studio and he is skilled in in the production. But yeah, I think it's very different <laughs> from the others. What do you think? Yeah, that, um, that's the album that still fits uh, the genre that they were called back then the best. Like uh, gothic, gothic rock, gothic metal, that's the one that uh, that fits that description the best and it's also obviously because of how everything started right with uh alex coming from atrocity and uh lives experience with theater of tragedy it's like the most um organic and natural thing for them both to do together yeah um because the band was found after Leaf was kicked out from Theater of Tragedy. Um, and the band behind Leaf's Eyes, back then it uh, was already the case and it is, um, it still is. It's basically atrocity plus Leaf uh-huh. or plus a female singer. So um, that was also the case with Love Lawn already. Um, and they kept doing this. And it was, yeah, as you said, a very natural thing to say, oh, yeah, I have a band. You need a band, <laughs> so let's just do something together. Mm-hmm. Um, and the name, um, the name is connected to her very, very strong, strongly connected. Can you say that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because Leaf is um, in Norway, where she comes from. Leaf is just pronounced like Leaf in the name Leaf's Eyes. And so you could also have written Leaf's Eyes with her name. Mm-hmm. But uh, probably many people wouldn't have been able to <laughs> say that correctly. So they just made Leaf's Eyes out of this. 
Really? Yep. Is that like the official, official story behind the name? That's the official, official story behind the name. Wow. Or that was the official, official story behind the name in 2004. I don't know if they now have a different story because Leaf is not the singer anymore. But that's the reason why they called themselves Leaf's Eyes. Oh, <laughs> so romantic. Yes. Do you have a favorite song from that album? Um, there are some. I like the the heavier songs a lot more than the ballads. So I would say Temptation would be my favorite song on this album. But um, Into Your Light also is a very cool song. And Return to Life also. Yeah. What's yours? Into Your Light. The next album is called Finland Saga. And the... As the as on the first album, we didn't really talk about that. The first album is the story of a guy who lost his girlfriend or wife, or I don't know. Okay. And then a sea maid came um, and wanted to curse him so that she could drag him down to the ocean. That's what Love Lauren is about. Wow. Um, and the the second album, Finland Saga, also has a story or is also is a concept album. Um, I can't tell the whole story. I would have to look that up now. But Leif was fascinated of this story of a Viking guy who had to go to other countries and um, his wife never knew if he would come back. And it was a very big love story because I think he came from what now is Germany to her country and the the two met there and fell in love with each other mm -hmm. and that's very <laughs> close to the story um of the love story from Leif and Alex oh so you could say <laughs> they are telling their own love story in the, on this album so romantic i didn't know Leif's eyes was so romantic <laughs> <laughs> Leaves Eyes is an extremely romantic band, or it was in the beginning. <laughs> the Viking themes started a little bit, a little bit with the sea maid um, in Love Lorne, but got very strong when in the second album. Definitely, I don't know if it, if they already thought about that on Love Lorne, mm -hmm. if it was a, a Viking, but um, the whole Viking thing started on Finland Saga, yeah. They also have a video for the song Allergy. But my favorite song on that album is Solemn Sea. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Mine would be, I think, Farewell Proud Men. That's also really cool. Yeah. And after Finland Saga, they already recorded a live DVD, which is called We Came with Northern Winds in Saga Iberia. And as you might um, already um, it might already pop up in your mind that this one was recorded at Metal Female Voices Fest. Yeah. And now you can guess who stood, who stood second row when they recorded it. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the Metal Female Voices Fest edition number five. And I went there to see the recording of the DVD because they had their Viking ship with them for the first time. Mm -hmm. So that was really great. And I think they played almost every song that they released <laughs> until then because when you have to play a live set and record a DVD with only two albums out, 
yeah you play your whole repertoire almost every song <laughs> yeah um the the album that was released next after Saga was Njord. it was was released uh, i can't speak anymore <laughs> it was released in 2009 um and i already was blasted when i listened to this album because it is so good and i would say or for me it is the second best album in symphonic metal that was ever released right after nightwish once so my next nightwish <laughs> because it's just so great there are so many great songs um a really good drive on the That's album true. many songs that you can sing along there is a song that is over eight minutes long It is a very cool one. Yeah, it's just great. And now that I just look up the songs on the album, I don't know if I can name a um, name a favorite song. I don't know. There are so many cool songs on it. And also a cover song, Scarborough Fair. Mm -hmm. That's also a good one. Yeah, and was it... This is also the album that um, the lyrics are in Old English, right? Um, some of them, yes. In Freya's theme, they have the um, a, a poem. I think they have five different languages on this album. They have Norwegian, English, German, Old English, and Old German. Wow. But Freya's theme is one of the best songs they ever released. <laughs> so I think that would be my number one. And they also had the um, two songs that are very poppy. My Destiny and Take the Devil in Me. That's my favorite. Take the Devil in Me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so they did a lot of things right on this album. Yeah, that's true. Take the Devil in Me is so fun when it's when they're live, when they played mm -hmm. it live. I can't really say if there is a, a very big story behind it or if they continued the Finland Saga story or something. Um, to be honest, they didn't really look that up or something because i was just so impressed by this album uh i'm checking that out uh wikipedia says njord comes from norse mythology and is a name associated to the vanir god of the sea and wind mm -hmm. so um it goes on with the with the vikings and their mythology mythology yeah but i think they they stopped um telling a story from the first to the last song It they was not just followed this this myth or other stories. So they tell several stories, not only one, I think. Maybe mm -hmm. I'm wrong. So you can also tweet at us <laughs> and tell me that I'm wrong. Um, but I think, I think they yeah, went yeah. away from one story. From the concept album, that's true. The funny mm -hmm. thing is, Njord also came out in 2009, like the live DVD. Mm -hmm. Like the live release. So, um, I think one was in the beginning and one in the end of the year. Yeah, that, that's probably the case. Yeah, but they they were busy, very busy. Yeah, they released a lot at this times. Um, the background of them is, as I already said, that Alex has a studio, so he does the production for other bands also, um, and also for Atrocity, of course, and then for Leaves Eyes. So. If they have an idea for a song, they can record that very quickly. Mm -hmm. That's a cool thing. Yeah. If you have something like this. But I think it's also very difficult to make a living off this. So Leaves Eyes and Atrocity 
also are bands that tour a lot. Of course. Mm -hmm. But going back to Leaves Eyes uh, discography, Mere Dead from 2011 is one of my favorite albums. But, uh, you are too fast. <laughs> Am I? Yeah. But um, it's not your fault because uh, they released uh, a kind of EP, I would call it an EP, which is called Melusine. And they did this in cooperation with, I think it was Sonic Seducer. But yeah, it was Sonic Seducer. I can just see it on the background of the CD or on the back of the CD. Uh, so they had one exclusive song that was only released um, as a bonus on the Sonic Seducer. So if you buy the, um, the magazine, then you'll get this CD. Which song? Melusine. Ah. They were really surprised how... Um, how many people loved this song and how many people wanted them to play it live. And they also played that live very often when that was out. They also put um, remixes to other songs on this album. And I think it came out before Murdeed or more or less um, the same time when Murdeed was released because Melusine also is a, is a mermaid Or something, I don't know. But they are connected and came out at the same time. Wow. But that special release was out before or with Mirror Deed. It was probably before because in on Spotify, Melusine, it's uh, listed under singles. Yeah. Um, when Mirror Deed came out, I already um, listened less to Leaf's Eyes. Not because I didn't like the album, just because, <laughs> as I said. Um, but I wrote the review for Metal and High Heels um, for the Symphonies of the Night album, mm -hmm. which also is a very good one. And as the title already says, um, it's a very symphonic album. And uh, there is one song that I think is really special that is made of Lorraine. Um, it is special because I think, uh, or it reminds me of Nightwish a lot, And I think that is how Nightwish would have sounded if Leaf would have uh, joined the band when she was asked to. Mm -hmm. I think that is the direction that the band would have gone then. Oh, that's a big speculation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There are also some other songs in the album that might go in this Nightwish-like direction. You just have to... Um, to take Alex's voice out and put Marcos in. <laughs> and then you get very close to the sound. Yeah. Was this another concept album or was it, um, again, I like, a, I think there, this was again a collection of different stories, right? Yeah, I think so. But they did have like a, um, a theme. I only remember the Hell to the Heavens video clip that is about witch burning, uh, about burning witches, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, they went away from this Viking topics a bit, but only a bit because also Eleonore de Provence, they still have something to do with the whole Viking thing and it wouldn't make sense to go away from this topic because they were so successful with it. That's true. I think you could uh, even call them the the second Viking metal band after Amon Amath. 
because yeah. they are so deep into this topic. But um, Leaf does something here, which she also did in Theater of Tragedy. She gave um, the songs names of girls, like mm -hmm. Ophelia or Maid of Lorraine or Eleonore de Provence. Also, <laughs> um, there is a, a theater of tragedy album that only contains of songs that are named after women. Aha, very feminist. Feministic. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Do you have a favorite song on the album? Um, I think the title track is really strong. Symphonies yeah. of the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Symphonies, Symphony of the Night. Uh, Hell to the Heavens is also, also really cool. It's yeah. like it's like the most famous, I know, super boring to choose the singles as the favorite songs, but those are really, <laughs> those are the catchiest and the, mm. they're really good. Yeah, but it starts that I don't have a melody in my mind when I see the song titles. For example, Angel and the Ghost. I don't know if I... Um, Maybe I also mentioned this song on the on the review, but the melody doesn't pop up in my mind. So that shows me that I didn't really listen a lot to this album after I wrote the yeah. review. But I still liked it. it. It was a very cool one. So shall we go to the next one? We shall. That is an album that I didn't really listen a lot to. That is King of Kings, the last album with Leave as a singer. Yeah, I remember that they did a lot um, video clips. For example, for King of Kings, Half Done the Black and The Waking Eye, and mm -hmm. I thought it is really lame <laughs> that they just recorded. I think they just took one day of recording or one phase of recording, and then they made three videos out of it because They're they the are same. so yeah, they are the same. They look the same, and that's so boring. Mm -hmm. Maybe that is also a reason why I didn't really listen to the album. Um, yeah. Even though they did a, a song together with Simon Simons. This is the first time I'm, I'm hearing about this. That's how, really? how much attention I paid to this album. Like, none. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just reading about Simon Simons' uh, appearance in this album. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. But they are back to a concept album. Mm. King of Kings is about uh, Norway's first king, Harald Fairhair. Have done the black, yeah. Yeah, and um, I remember the, the the video clips, and I remember Half Done the Black because they played that one um, also at Metal Female Voices Fest, I think. Mm -hmm. But that's all, all my connection with this album. Yeah, I remember that I watched the videos and then just put the album away, so to speak. Mm -hmm. I also don't own that one, so I can't really say a lot about it. And I think it's not one of the best albums. I think Symphonies of the Night is much better. better. And of course, Njord is a lot, a lot, a lot better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I was hoping that you listened a lot to this one. <laughs> Because I can't really say a lot. Sadly, nope. But they continued with um, different languages. There is a song that I can't pronounce. And uh, surrounding the album, they are obviously back to being full-on Viking. Mm -hmm. um, 
they brought back the Viking ship for the live shows and the Viking crew, which we met at Metal Female Voices. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> we had some drinks with them, I think. Yeah, we drank with the, we drank with the Vikings in <laughs> Belgium in 2016 when they were already uh, with Elena, when they had already recruited Elena. Yeah, and they fully recruited her because... Um, Atrocity released an album this year, I think, which was called Occult 2, because they released Occult 1 four years ago, I think. Um, and Elena also does the female vocals on this one, and that's what Leaf did before. Wow. So uh, King of Kings came out with two singles, uh, Half Than the Black and The Waking Eye in 2015. Mm -hmm. And in 2016, to announce uh, Elena as the new singer, I think. They re-released Edge of Steel mm. with Elena yeah. before they also released the EP Fires in the North. Yeah, I didn't listen to it. <laughs> uh, I liked it. I liked Fires in the North. That was, no, that's a, a good one, a catchy one in which uh, Elena's voice is kind of uh, introduced. It's like It's, it is really like a literal, uh, proper introduction of, of her as the new voice of uh, Leaf's Eyes. Mm. And um, I think there's also a video, Fires in the North, where she's like a Viking. Yeah, I think so. But I also remember that we um, saw them or more or less listened to them at Metal Female Voices Fest. Yeah. And I think that it was just boring or that... Her voice is just boring because it's normal operatic yes. metal. And yeah. Leaf's eyes were so special because of Leaf's voice. And now mm -hmm. they don't have this voice anymore. Yeah. So that's, I think that's really strange. And I also didn't understand why um, the band is called Leaf's Eyes. So obviously called after the singer. And um, she's not the one who continues with the band. So yeah, she doesn't have her own band. The band is Atrocity. That's the reason why she can't do it. But they could just have said they um, they quit the band. They don't continue. But I think that was not an option because they are even more successful than Atrocity. Yeah. Yeah, and also they, ha they had uh, built up a following. They had uh, a legacy, so to speak. And it would have been... Um, Yeah, it would have been a big loss to just leave all that behind. Even if even if they would have said, I don't know, they're called now something else's eyes or whatever. <laughs> Elena's eyes. <laughs> Elena's eyes. Elena's hair. Her hair. Elena's is, her hair mouth. is really nice. <laughs> Elena's nose. My favorite one is Elena's nose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, yeah, even if they said, okay, we changed the name but still perform these songs, it would have been... It's like when a brand has to reimagine themselves and like change the name and the colors and everything, they lose a lot. So I understand. I totally understand the the move. And and it was it was kind of sad though because uh, the split was very public, very drama, a lot of drama and personal stuff that was divulged. For me, back then, it was like. You know, all of this drama, we just learned about all of this drama and the band suddenly puts 
a lot of material out with Alina and it was like in your face we're going on we are keeping strong and whatever and it was for me like oh. <laughs> they totally disappeared from my radar because as I said I think they are so boring with her as a singer that yeah. I also refused listening to a single song from Sign of the Dragon Head I listened to Sign of the Dragon Head so that you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, and you said you told me that it's boring. <laughs> it is boring. Um, Sign of the Dragon Head is the only thing that's more or less salvageable from it. I did like, and this, this was the other speculation thing, um, I did like that they put out uh, the instrumentals on Spotify so that I could sing along with Sign of the Dragon Head, which led to your speculation that yes. uh, when bands... How was that again? Um, <laughs> when Nightwish had their first album with Annette Olson that was the first album um, on which they had the instrumental version of the whole album mm -hmm. and it's the same with Leaf's Eyes so um, Leaf is not the singer anymore they don't have the original singer anymore but they also don't want to lose all the fans that just like the music but might not like the new singer so they put instrumental versions on the album and you can just listen to the instrumental versions or also imagine how it would sound with the old singer. Yeah. <laughs> so they they already think about people might not like the new singer. They also didn't put Alina on the cover of the oh, album. The cover is a Viking ship. Uh, she is on one of the uh, single covers um edge of steel 2016 version this is the thing this is what i was referring to like putting out her face everywhere everything and after that the singles don't even don't even have her face it's all uh no 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 riders on the wind the latest single uh does have all of the band, the band. on mm -hmm. the cover But um, yeah, so Sign of the Dragon Head, there's not much that I can uh, talk about that. That's why I also didn't write a review of this album, just because I didn't have a lot of positive things to say. And as positive people say, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all. <laughs> so yeah, Sign of the Dragon Head, good, um, good one. The, the song, the album, yeah. So I didn't miss anything by not listening to it? No, not really. I mean, I think Alina is a good singer in her, like, as a singer, she's good. She has a good technique. She is a, an okay performer. She has a nice presence, doesn't do much on stage, but she has a nice presence. She is uh, good looking. Um, cool. But that's, that's the thing. She doesn't have this something special. Her voice is like bland you you need some spice in there you know mm. so um yeah i sadly didn't uh, pay much attention to Liv's eyes latest album either mm. uh, what i think is funny that uh Liv's appearance was she's a kind of elf i would say so um a very soft and romantic and magical and when you look at how elena comes on stage, the clothes that she's wearing, how she's performing. She's kind of the uh, warrior princess. So she's yeah. more the fighter. She's in the front at the battles. She's on the battlefield. 
that's my yeah, impression that's of her outfit. <laughs> yeah, she's a Viking. I mean, <laughs> as, a, as a Finn, obviously. Um, she plays that role very well in um, in the videos of the of their of their singles. I didn't watch them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm boycotting Leaves Eyes. You're boycotting Leaves Eyes without leave. Okay. <laughs> But not because I don't like Elena. I can't say anything about her because I didn't meet her anywhere. And I just can say that I don't like her voice in Leaves Eyes. But that doesn't have anything to do with her personality or her as an artist in general. Mm -hmm. um, so that's not the reason. It's just that I'm not interested in the music anymore because I think it's boring. I could listen to every other operatic symphonic metal band on the planet and it would sound the same and i also don't listen to the other operatic symphonic bands because i can <laughs> listen to nightwish and it will be much much better <laughs> sorry <laughs> mic drop <laughs> over and out <laughs> all right guys don't forget to subscribe <laughs> um i have something to to add to sign of the dragon head Yeah. Um, because I can see on the song titles <laughs> that they continued to use the old languages. Bold, bold move. Yeah. I agree in that um, for new material, they should like maybe, I mean, sure, continue with the topic of the Vikings because you are a Viking band apparently, but can't you like think of new stuff, do something completely different Maybe, mm. maybe not completely different because okay, you have established a, you have established a brand as a Viking band, like, but still, let that sound evolve. Let Elena take a little bit part of it, make her voice special. Yeah, I was thinking the same. They just replaced Leaf, and um, beside the fact that they now have the warrior singer, they didn't change much of the concept. Yeah. Too bad. Do that because uh, which was the band that she was performing in before? Inclination. She is still. She is still okay. Yeah. So she can do it. Just let her breathe, develop, yeah. and everything. Put her own uh, personality into things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would give it another chance. I would give it another try. Also because we have to have uh, an interview with Elena. Yeah. Um, okay. I would go to the show if they play at a festival. Um, yeah. And maybe if they release another album with Alina, because next Nightwish reference, um, it also took Nightwish another album to uh, to write the songs that fit Annette's voice. So maybe they will change something of their musical concept that um, Alina's voice is put in a better light so to speak mm -hmm. and that her personality also influences the music a bit more that would be cool because to sum this episode up that's what Leaf did all the time and that's what made Leaf's eyes so special for me and I think for many other fans because they were so successful even in the beginning because of her True. yeah and they did a lot of great albums that are telling stories that Leaf wants to tell. Maybe she should continue as a um, with writing books or something. Ghost writer. <laughs> ghost writer no. for Leaf's eyes. <laughs> Write books. <laughs> or a ghost writer for other bands. I don't know. No, but yeah, that, that would be cool. 
if they would um, find a way to put more personality into the the albums like they did on the, the previous albums. Definitely. Do you have a favorite Sleeves Eye song ever, ever? Froya's Theme is a song that I really, really like and that I can listen to a lot. Um, and also Northbound. Yeah. Both of them on the New Art album. And Legend Land, um, they released a, an EP called Legend Land. Legend Land is also a very nice song. Mm -hmm. Mine would be um, Meredith and Etang, or however that's pronounced, both of those. And both of those from that one album. Okay, so that's it. Don't forget to subscribe to the Metal and High Heels podcast on iTunes or your preferred podcatcher, because I think if you listen to this episode until now, <laughs> you might have liked it. Um, you can find all the previous episodes and also this one at metal-and-highheels.com slash podcast. And the show notes, um, you just have to add a 33 behind this. Um, how is it called? The URL. <laughs> Yeah, because that's the URL for all of the show notes of every episode. It's metal-and-highheels.com slash podcast and then the number of the episode. So until now, it's been 33 wonderful episodes of the Metal and High Heels podcast. Follow us on Twitter. We already said that at Metal High Heels. We are also on Instagram at Metal and High Heels. And we're on YouTube where you can also watch the interviews we had with Leif and with Alex. Yes, once we asked Alex how he takes care of his hair. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was a very nice, that's a very nice memory of Leif's eyes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was going to, uh, I was just going to tell you, everybody, that, um, that we are going to try out Anchor. Uh, so we might try to release a few exclusive episodes on Anchor that include music. So Leaves Eyes is the perfect episode to start with that because uh, you can listen to snippets of the songs we just mentioned all over the episode. But you can also listen to the songs we just mentioned all over the episode on our Spotify playlist. Mm -hmm. Curated by Pia. <laughs> I will just post it on our Facebook page in a couple of seconds. Big thanks to Cassandra Novell for the awesome jingle that's based on the song Storm from the album Undying Fire. And see you next time, hear you next time in two weeks. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.